0: All right, hello and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Rescue Bots podcast. I'm Rob.
1: I'm Jen.
2: And I lost my buddy. I'm David. Aw.
0: And uh, today we are looking at the buddy system.
1: <sighs> Yay!
0: Uh, this is to do the fifteenth episode of episode two or of season two, season two. the forty-first episode overall. And uh, written by series regular Nicole Dubuck. Yeah. Yay.
1: So, good uh, feel for the characters. No weird character nonsense.
0: No. The, there's all sorts of weird nonsense in this episode, but it's not character related. Yes.
1: It, well, yes. I mean, it's not out of... None of it's out of character. I'll say that.
2: Yeah, it's in character, but there's some weird stuff going on.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, this first aired May 31st, 2014. And we open with, once more, the Lad Pioneers, the copyright-friendly, uh, (laughs) Boy Scout Replacement. Yes. I guess the, uh, I guess the, uh, trademark-friendly Boy Scout Replacement, the Lad Pioneers.
1: Yes. The, uh, Great Value Boy Scouts. Yes.
0: And, uh, and Blades is very excited to be one, although, uh... He is neither a lad nor a pioneer. He's actually the uh, the troop mascot.
1: Yes. Why can't he be a lad? I mean, he seems
0: well. Because as far as all but male. one of the lads are concerned, he's like a piece of mechanical equipment.
1: I guess that's fair. I guess if we're going, It'd be to... be like trying
0: to make your car a Boy Scout.
1: I could make my car a Boy Scout. It's a Subaru. <laughs>
0: I think that's definitely Girl Scout material. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, in uh, they are. Uh, but all uh, all of the bots have been recruited into uh, what is going to turn to be the Nature Trail to Hell.
1: <laughs> it's not that bad, but it's a little bad. Not until the snakes show up. Well, yes. I mean, it's just the one at that point, and it, it is large enough, apparently, to eat a human child, so.
0: So, yeah, everybody is going on, and this is not only Lad Pioneers, but just a bunch of, like, random uh, Gryphon Rock citizens.
2: Well, yeah. random characters that we have background models for and
1: have had lines before. Yes. Well, he Except does say that it's like friends and family day. Yes. Uh so that explains why some of them are there, but that doesn't explain why Mrs. Needlemyer came along.
0: She must. maybe she has like a grandson in there or something.
1: If she Probably. does, she does not acknowledge him at any point. No, she does not. <laughs> like you could see there being like, "Oh, and this is my grandson." So no, she just showed up because she didn't have anything else to do.
2: What Oh, no, in one of the previous episodes, didn't she have a relative?
0: Well, we saw her, like, child self when they went back in time.
2: Oh, okay, maybe that's what I was thinking of. And then she's got her cat. So I I vaguely remember her in relation to a child somewhere and the cat, yes. Yeah, we saw her as a child with a different
0: cat.
1: Hmm. I mean, I guess they could just have, like it could just be open to the community as a whole, but it is sort of... Like, that's a weird thing to crash if you don't have, like, a kid involved. I'm just uh, saying, it's a little sketchy.
0: I mean, th- this whole thing is sketchy, because they are going to... Well, yes. They, have, they are going to use the buddy system, but because... And, you know, that is going to make sure that nobody gets lost, and as if on cue one of the lad pioneers is in complete mortal peril.
1: Yes.
2: Of course, someone has Like to he's be. just
0: wandered off and fallen off a cliff somewhere.
2: Also well, did, that, that's I, a standard I, camping movie thing. I'm sure that happens in the wrong guys before when, John Goodman tries to kill Louis Anderson.
1: When Blaze <laughs> is being very excited about being a lad pioneer, he does mention his musical theater patch, which I yes. I appreciate <laughs> that that kind of reminded me of uh Slight, slight story here, but uh, John Lovett, who I've brought up before, uh, who has a sort of comedy politics podcast, uh, is Jewish and very gay and talk- talks about when he was a kid and he was sent to summer camp and <laughs> basically at one point there, these old Jewish queens were explaining to his mother that kids like him are why they have the theater program. <laughs> The summer camp. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, things are very dangerous. Uh, Parks are very dangerous. It's very exciting.
0: (laughs) So yeah, of course, this guy's named Timmy, and he is uh, dangling from a branch, about to plunge to his
2: death.
1: Fallen off a cliff. You know, it's fine. We're
2: just gonna need another Timmy.
1: You go to, like, an actual, like, a national park. There's no handrails. You stand up there on the summit of the highest peak in the park, and you can just look over the edge. It's like, yep, that sure is a couple hundred feet down, and there's nothing stopping you from just getting bumped over the edge. (laughs)
0: The national park system. You're on
2: your own, buddy. <laughs> yes. well, l- l- like you're going to bring OSHA into the Grand Canyon. Eh?
1: There was a big problem at Shenandoah last year with people who were, you know, dealing with quarantine and just being like, hey, let's go climb this like." well-known but actually extremely difficult hike up a mountain and, like, getting stranded and having to be rescued and not wearing appropriate footwear, not taking any food or supplies or planning properly. And that was a thing on their Facebook page. It was just like, come on, people. This is, like, the third time we've had to Bouviac with some rando from dc overnight waiting (laughs) like keeping them from freezing to death so we could get them out the next day
0: uh bivouac
1: yeah Bivouac.
2: bivouac you're right i was like okay it was like okay it was a southern accent creeping in not just a different word
1: yeah it was the same word that i don't know how to pronounce because i only ever read it so yes, parks are, can- are dangerous, and uh, it's it's pretty fun. It's pretty great.
0: And there's a non-zero chance you'll be eaten by a bear.
1: Yes, sir. In Shenandoah, that is absolutely correct. That can happen in my
2: backyard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean not. I, I mean I live in town now, but when I was staying with my parents, you could absolutely risk getting. <laughs> Eaten by a bear in the backyard. Well, I would
2: say I don't have to go to a national park to do that, but I am next living next to state property, so it's basically the same thing. And there's a national park wait, where is the nearest national park? It's in the vicinity somewhere.
1: Bears are great. Yeah, as
2: long as you're not bothering, you know. And they stay outside. Anyway, Blades' scarf is really cute.
0: Yes, he he has an adorable little scarf here, is a is a lad pioneer.
1: Or so
2: a kerchief? or whatever the hell yeah. they're called in scopes. He's scouts.
1: so excited. He's so ready for this. <laughs>
0: So, so Cade has brought his girlfriend uh, Haley, who he's trying to show off for. So he he tries to get Heatwave to rescue this kid. He he can't do it. Uh, then because uh, Danny is there, she's feuding with Cade. She tries to get Blades to do it, and that also doesn't work. So they have to work together. And even at that, this kid still almost plummets to his gruesome death.
1: Yes, he's hanging off a, a root sticking out of the side of the cliff and then it comes loose and he starts falling. And they have to do the thing where you fall faster than the other person who is falling.
2: Yes. Well, it it does involve a hook and thing, but that kid's neck should
1: snap. (laughs) (laughs) If Spider-Man has taught us anything, that that kid's neck should snap.
0: Ah, So, yeah, it is time to institute the buddy system. And that means the buddy bracelets, which... It uh, might be some sort of arcane torture device.
2: Which, no, it's like somebody saw the movie Wedlock with Rudger Hauer and thought, oh, that was a good <laughs> idea, but let's put it on wrists, and they don't explode. Or also uh, the movie Wild Wild West.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, those
2: are... Oh, yeah, they're magnetic in that one, aren't
0: they? Yes. Huh. Wicked Wicked oh, Wild Wild West.
1: I don't think I've seen Tried Wild Wild spoilers. West since literally I saw it in the theater, so...
0: I mean that you're 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 better off. Yeah. But there's a yeah. thing where they have to put like where they like the bad guy puts magnetic colors on them
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: there's like a magnetized buzzsaw that's going to decapitate them.
2: Mm. Which feels like like that movie is a collection of things from other movies that should not work together in one movie. Uh, and don't. <laughs> no. So I guess uh, I've seen it in the best way possible in that I've not I've seen most of the movie. I have not seen it in one go. I've seen it in chunks on TV. I, I watched it with my parents because my mom was a big fan of the TV show
0: back in the day.
1: Ooh.
0: Uh, by all counts, it was better than the movie. <laughs> well,
2: I, I can imagine. Uh, there
0: probably was a lot less gay panic in the TV show. Yeah. yeah.
1: My had a lot
0: less uh, Kenneth Branagh dropping racial slurs. My,
1: my mom just liked like, yes. uh, watching the. Uh, Genre adjacent adventures of Riscoe County Jr. and talking about how hot Lord Bowler was. (laughs) Meanwhile, I couldn't get over how much he just made me think of Bishop from X Men.
2: Oh, uh, Rob, what is a movie you saw recently? Oh, um, The
0: Last Dragon.
2: Um, and who plays Show Nuff in that?
0: Oh, that is the guy from Briscoe County Jr. Yes, it is.
2: Ooh, I have
0: not actually seen Briscoe County Jr. I thought i was just looking up a guy from Brisco County Jr.
2: It's pretty good. It, it's not great, but it was more fun than than like, well, than than the other thing that that uh, Bruce Campbell did, uh, oh, Jack uh, of all trades. trades. Well, yes. I definitely watched
0: that. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was not good.
0: You see, they. You see, uh, Napoleon was short, so when, when he showed up, they had uh, the guy who played Mini Me uh, play him.
1: Oh, uh, did <laughs> guy turn out it? to be an asshole? Vern Troyer.
0: I all I know is that he turned out to be dead. Well, yeah, eventually, yes. Huh.
2: Anyway, <laughs> a, a, anyway. So <laughs> this
0: episode. So yes. uh, yeah, the the buddy bracelets. They they are each they're assigned at random. And you cannot deviate past a certain distance from your buddy, or it will begin magnetically attracting you back together with great force.
1: (laughs) Like dragging you.
0: Yes. Yeah. Like, we don't see Doc Green in this episode, but I assume he invented these because these have accidental death written all over them.
2: Yes. Yeah, uh, but but they do seem to have a safety feature to a degree, because, like, they must be powerful electromagnets at work. But when you get close enough, like, they don't smack the magnets together and, like, crush your wrists. Right, because
0: you have to stay a certain distance. And I guess once you're at that distance, they no longer need to attract.
2: Yeah, it's like, if you get more than 20 feet away, they start to drag together. But if you get within five feet, it stops, mm-hmm. seemingly.
0: Yeah, so uh, so poor Graham is uh, randomly assigned to Mrs. Niederlander. Which is bad yeah. enough, but he's also brought along Mr. Petty Paws, and he is allergic to cats.
2: Yeah. Which like, that feels like an automatic, okay, we gotta re-roll this cause you got allergies? No, oh, yes. that's, that's not, no, that, that's dad fucking up right there. Well, dad's well, yes.
1: distracted as we'll get to momentarily.
2: But he's Indeed. not distracted yet. <laughs> but that's, like, that's an incident, like, even in this kid's show of a gag, if you have an allergy, no, bad TV show.
1: I, uh, it's not comedy. I appreciate how this thing that was already dangerous enough due to nature has now, they they couldn't not also make it more dangerous thanks to technology. They had to add uh. in that extra element of being just unreasonably well, dangerous. Admittedly,
2: if that kid had had the bracelet before he fell off the cliff, he might have been dragged back up. I suppose. Or, or
0: his buddy might have been dragged dead. over. Yes
2: yeah. but but, but then the buddy would fall down and start to come back up and it, it would even out eventually, <laughs> or it would break the branch, you
1: know, I don't know one or the other
0: so uh so Cody gets partnered up with blades, which is totally fine,
1: yeah,
0: uh Frankie gets paired up with Haley and she's all like, oh my God, she's like this total bimbo she doesn't know anything about anything. What are we going to talk about? She dates Cade. She clearly has no taste.
1: I mean, (laughs) I I think we'll learn pretty soon why she has the patience to put up with Cade.
2: (laughs) Well, yes,
1: (laughs) but but yeah, Frankie's being judgy.
0: Yes, and Cade gets paired up with Danny, and of course they hate each other because they're siblings.
1: I love their I love their sibling hatred. It's so good. It's well, so petty. Again, this is another case, like, the re- the reason
2: Dad's doing it at random, the chief, is because he wants like people to meet people that they haven't met before. That's the entire thing of randomness. Instead of right. sticking these two siblings together, again, that's a veto... Here, you get to hang out with one of the kids. Now, how... <laughs> th- Admittedly, it'd make the rest of the episode a little weirder, but... Did
1: I miss them explaining the process for pairing people up? Because I got the impression that it was just Chief Burns being like, uh, you and you. No, no I think he's just like... He's got ever- like
0: a big bunch of bracelets with everybody's name on them, and he's just like yeah. sticking his hand into a box of them.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's a bag. Okay.
0: So, so it's just randomized. Okay. But it, it turns out pretty well for him, because he gets paired with uh, Karen. <laughs> is the uh, the foxy uh, aunt of uh, doomed uh, lab pioneer Timmy.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, an age-appropriate het-agenda pairing. Wild. And
0: also, thanks to her animation model, she's constantly giving him the bedroom eyes.
2: <laughs> yeah, because... In trying to make her look age appropriate in the simplified animation style, like means her eyes are a little squinty and she's got a few extra lines on her face, which makes him look like, yes, she's giving him bedroom eyes.
0: <laughs> I mean, this turns out this is entirely accurate to her characterization throughout the episode.
1: Yes, hmm. yes, it
0: is. I mean, she, uh, the, the two of them, just might as well be making text Avery noises the entire episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean. There was something on Twitter a couple months ago. I I don't know if I brought it up at the time, but someone was doing a fanzine that was all pinups. Uh and someone mm-hmm. did a, a Chief Burns one. And uh <laughs> it was a lot. Uh,
0: I assume the word Dilf was used.
1: Yes. Yes it was. <laughs>
2: Dinosaur, I'd like feathers. Oh. Yes, uh, yes, absolutely. Sure. Uh, anyway,
0: Karen is voiced by uh, Nancy by veteran voice actress Lan- Nancy Linari, Uh most <laughs> recently heard in the recent Spider-Man cartoon and video game as Aunt May.
1: Ha ha! Okay. Typecast uh, but, as hot old ladies.
0: She's <laughs> also been. Intense. She was on uh, the Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. She was on <laughs> the. <laughs> 90s Adams Family cartoon.
2: Oh, she was huh. in Duckman? Who the hell was she in Duckman? She was in
0: Duckman. I mean, she's done a bunch of live-action stuff, but a lot of, a lot of soap operas. Uh, apparently she was recently on an episode of This Is Us, uh, that extremely weepy show that uh, I know multiple people watch.
1: I do not. Yeah. I try to avoid weepy shows. Oh, <laughs> I've got enough problems. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so yeah, she, she used to be a police dispatcher. and she's like, hello, oh, hey, Chief Burns, we've heard all about you on the mainland. Auga. <laughs> mm.
1: He's a legend. She says he's a legend.
0: Yes. And uh, so, hey, regularly uh, occurring background guy, who, uh, Mr. Alpert, the guy who looks like Urkel, mm, uh, he doesn't have a partner because they're missing somebody. And it turns out that somebody is Karen's brother, Jerry. And he is, of course, Griffin Rock's worst and only trucker.
1: Yes.
2: Yes, well, well, yeah.
0: He's like, well, you know, he's he's usually late, but he's usually got one heck of a story to tell about it. That's usually because, oh, the story's almost always, oh, yeah, I almost died. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a dangerous island to be a trucker on.
0: Yeah, you know, I was trucking my usual shipment of explosive poison, and, yes. uh, you know, uh... I almost caused uh, the end of life as we know it.
1: Yeah, oops! Just going around those sharp curves up the mountain.
0: Yes. uh, So my explosive poison. And this time, he—the entire plot is caused by his gross incompetence.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like
0: (sighs) so. He's got two deliveries to make. He's got to go to the electronics store. He's got to go to the zoo. Makes those deliveries. Drives to the. uh, the park, and then runs right over the crate, uh, the box of uh, bracelet controls. So now everybody's just stuck in them.
1: Yes, because apparently they have a key to make them release, and this was all their keys, and they didn't have, like, a backup master key somewhere else, or any kind of override for this. And As I believe Graham says, you can't Open a lock with a broken key.
0: <laughs> ah, but that isn't even his most egregious error because he has also swapped the deliveries from the electronics store to and the zoo because the the zoo received a, crates of electronics and the and this store which I assume was like a Best Buy received crates of deadly deadly snakes.
1: Wait, it wasn't an electronics store, was it? It, no, was, it was like, like a they science like,
2: lab or something, atomic labels on the, like it. Like, they, they were nuclear physicists or something. He definitely says electronic store, so maybe they're just, that's like what the all the
0: employees wear.
1: Maybe he's extra confused, because it was definitely, it looked like some kind of radioactive matter.
0: Yeah, I assume that's like the store's logo.
1: That Could be, would uh, probably be entirely the sort of thing you would have on this
0: like, you know, Come on down to mad science electronics.
1: Yes. No, but just like a Our prices
0: are megalomaniacal.
2: <laughs> just with a mix up of of like poisonous steaks. It's like it, this remind me of another movie, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Is that where this guy used to work?
0: <laughs> I'm thinking, oh geez, i are supposed to deliver these to that to the, to those pl- to that plane to kill Samuel L. Jackson. Oh no.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to take him to the airport.
0: Oh, yes. It is it is Snakes on a Truck and uh, there are some liberties taken with snake biology here.
2: <laughs> yes? Yes.
0: And that is that snakes do not generally behave like the velociraptors in Jurassic Park.
2: No. <laughs> and wandering out into the open and, and not just hiding. And also, Snape. there's an anaconda Snape. that is so big,
0: I'm pretty sure it just got finished eating John Voight.
2: Oh, it is quite... Snake. Well, all the snakes are larger than they should be. Like, the cobras really big. I mean, cobras are kind of big, but not that big. Yeah. But no,
0: And they should have got uh, Frank Welker, because Frank Welker, of course, also voiced the snakes in Anaconda.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do, and if you're snakes? wondering,
0: hey, uh, Rob, don't he snakes did. don't really make noises, do they? And I would say, you haven't seen Anaconda. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, wait, do the snakes in this make any noise other than a hiss? They're just making hisses.
1: They just hiss. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I mean, personally, I have not had pet snakes. My father had pet snakes when I was a kid. Uh, and much in the same way, I have pets that I just find around and take home. Uh, so they were like... Oh,
2: those kind of snakes.
1: rat snakes, mostly. Uh, one of them was, was albino, a, a naturally huh. occurring albino that he ended up selling to, uh, to the pet store when we moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, which probably is an ancestor of a lot of albino rat snakes on the market right now. Uh, but, huh. because this was like 1989. Huh. So, uh, anyway, uh, they, they do make like a little bit of a hissy noise. But usually not like, I don't know. They don't usually hiss at people the way that, like, an angry cat does. It's really just, like, the sound that they make as they're going about their business. Because hmm. they stick out their tongues to smell. Anyway, snakes. So,
0: yes, snakes. They are, they are now running all over the town, and the, uh, the rescue bots... And uh, and the, the hikers are now headed to Griffin Crest, where there is an EMP zone, as seen in previous episode, Rules and Regulations.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: That's the one where there's a bear.
1: <laughs> Fortunately, the bear does not come into play here. That was no. such... Why was that bear so aggressive? What was wrong I with it? I mean, maybe it?
0: it's something about Griffin Rock. Like, the atmosphere just makes animals super aggressive. Snakes, bears... Maybe. Uh... Those those recycling obsessed lemurs.
1: You know, there's He's living probably next to this
2: massive EMP zone that might be bothering them?
1: Yeah, I was thinking either something like that or or just like maybe at some point there was some sort of animal pheromone experiment that just lingers in the oh, air and yeah. people don't notice yeah. it. Maybe it doesn't affect domesticated animals. <laughs> That's my theory. That's my no prize. I'm submitting that for a no prize. Hmm.
0: See, They they all have to hike out. Uh, Chief Burns is flirting with Karen.
1: Um, so much. Chase is somewhat confused.
0: I, I do not understand this behavior.
1: Chief tells him to mind his own business, and he says he does not have a business.
0: He doesn't even have a business license.
1: No. That <laughs> would be the first step to having a business. <laughs> he asks him why he's developing a sunburn
0: and meanwhile Graham is just in hell
1: yeah it's not It's not good to be him why he, he did she come by an,
0: why did she bring her cat
1: she doesn't want yeah. to be there I mean Mr. Pettipaws doesn't seem to be I mean he clearly just needs to be carried but he's not like <laughs> being upset by being in nature I mean she needs to well, put no. him on a harness some cats do well on harnesses I have a book about training an adventure cat, which I have not actually successfully done yet, but you know, maybe this new kitten I got.
2: Um, yeah, you gotta start them reasonably young enough, and then they'll do that. Well, some of them will stay on the leash rather well, others will try to get out, and you can't walk those. And I'm okay. not doing that with the current ones. Fuck it, you guys are all inside now.
1: Edgar's, like, ten weeks old. I think he can still be trained. Uh, hmm. But yeah, Mrs. Neenerlander is, like, she doesn't, she's not obviously related to any child there. She just showed up on this hike that she doesn't actually seem to want to be on. (laughs) Because she's complaining about, like, there being a tree in the way and going around it. and
0: And and She's calling Graham Tenderfoot?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I don't know why she's here. (laughs) I mean, I guess maybe when you reach a certain age, like the only amusement you have in your life is doing things that you're just going to complain about. Just going to things and complaining about them. Actually, that explains a lot of interactions I've had with old people in public. Just go to things to complain about them.
0: And yes, the uh, the chief is regaling Karen with uh, tales of Gryphon Rock, like the time it rained a macaroni and cheese.
1: Yes. She he should have told her about the flobsters.
0: There were flobsters, there's the time uh, there was a giant blob.
1: Mhm. Well, she he might want to stick to the like if he if he wants her to stick around, he might want to stick to the not extremely dangerous ones and <laughs> I think raining macaroni and cheese and flying lobsters count as some of the less perilous adventures they've had. Oh. Not that we were there for the macaroni and cheese. mm -hmm. Maybe that was actually incredibly dangerous.
2: (laughs) Making the road
1: all slippery on the mountain when Jerry's taking his delivery.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) Luckily, that time it was only a truckload of ketchup, so it actually went pretty well.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It all worked out
0: so uh, there there is a call, there is a heat, there is a a window washer who is imperiled by one of these snakes, and so uh, so Heatwave and Cade go, and obviously Danny has to go as well. So they uh, they attempt a rescue, despite uh, getting in each other's way. They rescue this guy and are shocked to find out that yes, there are also uh, snakes that are on the loose. People running in the streets from these snakes. snakes. Snakes will not chase a person snakes. down the street.
1: No, no, they
0: won't.
1: I mean, again, that goes, that feeds into my, uh, my pheromone, experimental pheromone theory.
0: Yes. I think that actually comes up in snakes on a plane, too. Like, there's some sort of pheromone (laughs) thing that makes the snakes attack people.
1: Yeah, because they're not, like... So, again, my father had random snakes that he just found and brought home. I think I was in fourth grade when I was having a sleepover and one of them escaped. Oh. <laughs> Except I would like to point out that I grew up in Alabama. Oh. Uh, oh. We didn't really care that much. One of the girls was like, oh, I thought I felt something in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> there there was no, no screaming or hysterics. It was just the next morning we're like, Oh! He's, uh... It's not in the tank anymore. Oh. Uh. Sneaks are great. Except for the so, whole yeah, feeding thing.
0: See, yeah, snakes are on the loose. They uh, they have to send uh, Cody and Blades. And they also have to send uh, the Chief and Chase. And obviously Karen has to come along as well. Hmm. So, unfortunately, that means that uh, Frankie... Must talk to Haley, the horror.
1: <laughs> mm. Oh, she's got to be social.
0: Oh, but uh, it turns out that she that uh, Haley is a botany genius.
1: <gasps> what? Also, she's a kindergarten teacher, so uh, yes. that would explain why she has the patience to put up with Cain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Used to working with kindergartners. Yes.
0: So yeah, they and uh, even though obviously the snakes pose no threat to the bots, uh, it turns out they feel gross, so uh Heatwave doesn't like them.
1: No <laughs> he's not a fan.
0: And, yeah, they are they're missing a dozen snakes, so they have to go on a snake hunt they uh, they find one in uh, in a guy's scooter.
1: Yeah, well. They find it because the guy is riding his scooter and yelling that there's a snake.
0: Yes. That one's not too hard to find.
1: No, that's pretty easy to find. But yes, when we have the snake escape with all these, like, fourth graders sleeping on the living room floor. It did not attack anyone. It didn't chase anyone around. Yes, It just explored a little bit and then found a nice cozy corner to curl up in until my dad found them the next day.
0: (laughs) And at one point, uh, Blades is talking about, uh, you know, uh, English phrases that make no sense like uh, catfish or moon unit.
2: Yeah, what the hell? (laughs) I did not expect to see a a 2010s animated show for little kids referencing Moon Unit Zappa. What the fuck? I like it. A a person who I'd completely forgotten existed until he said Moon Unit. It's like, oh, fudge. I appreciated
1: that.
0: I mean, I can see the chief being into uh, maybe Frank Zappa as like a kind of quirky dad rock.
1: Yeah. That's like when he's... Like he thinks that's like the wildest, coolest thing that that he can do.
0: He's playing. He's playing Valley Girl for the kids. Yes.
1: <sighs> uh. Now I'm like looking up because I remember seeing something about some convention having uh, this writer having Nicole Dubuck show up. But uh, oh,
0: there's there's some there was, convention like, that's doing like a whole Rescue Bots thing, and it's got like her and several other uh, crew members. I think
1: Steve Melching was going to be part of it.
0: I think so, cool. yes.
1: Because now I'm just suddenly just wanting to hang out with her. <laughs> <laughs> I need to meet this person.
0: All right, so... Uh, so anyway, the, uh, the Chief and Karen and specifically Chase are quickly encircled by this giant... Ana- 1998's anaconda-sized <laughs> anaconda.
1: They they do at one point mention they describe the snakes as being large and possibly venomous, and you get one or the other. Yes, you, you don't. That's how snake physiology. I guess it depends works.
2: how
0: large you consider large. Large, like a king cobra is venomous and it's large for a cobra
2: ish. But yeah. It's large for a poison... It's as big as a poisonous snake gets, but it's still not that big compared to yes. most constrictors. Yeah. Well, I guess the rattles. No, rattlesnakes aren't that big. I think thick.
0: they're... Yeah, they're I mean, they're thick. big. And, you know, compared to, like, a garter snake, they're big. But compared to an anaconda, they're not big.
2: No. They're nothing.
0: Uh, yeah, this... It, it encircles this entire police car multiple times. Uh... Clearly, we're going to need uh, J-Lo and Ice Cube to uh, to solve this, but instead we get Blades, who snags it with a hook, flies it off, and then just drops it on these hikers.
2: Well, well he drops it in the trees near the hikers, but Oh, yes. that's much better.
1: It's climbing his <laughs> rope thing. He doesn't want it getting him. It's tickling his belly, as he says.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, ticklish robots. Oh, come on, come on, snakes! Come get your babies.
0: I'm, I'm trying to do John Voight from that movie. That accent is amazing.
2: And you just did John Renault instead.
0: Yeah, I'm not very good at it. I mean, I mean, it turns out neither is John Voight. Well, no.
2: I would expect John Voight <laughs> to do any accent. Oh, was no. he trying to do Cajun in that movie? I think he's maybe supposed to be Peruvian. That's even weirder.
0: Everything about that movie is weird.
2: Peruvian John Boyd, what the hell?
0: I mean, it uh, is definitely the only movie where Owen Wilson gets eaten by a giant snake.
1: So far,
0: <laughs> so far. I'm so waiting on the next. Uh, Get that
1: man in some more movies. So waiting for
0: that next Wes Anderson movie.
1: Weren't weren't they like remaking Anaconda? Oh,
0: God, were they? I know they oh, made a crazy. sequel at some point.
2: At least one sequel, and there's a bunch I of. Not I heard quite that
1: they were. Doing a remake. There
2: are a bunch of really cheesy, bad CGI giant snake movies for a while.
0: Apparently, there is a plan to make a remake of Anaconda. Why?
1: Yes.
2: I mean, I, okay, I, I guess they, I'd rather they remake bad movies. So I'll give you that. Alright, make remake Anaconda and then remake Snakes on a Plane and some other shit. Lots of 90s movies. <laughs>
0: Uh, So, anyway, they're, uh, you know, and Graham has also gone to the rescue, and he has had to bring Mrs. Kneeler and Mr. Pettypods with her. So he's cramped up in this bulldozer with this cat.
1: She's complaining about the seats. I, um, I mean, I, I would say I'm impressed with Boulder for not taking it personally, but this is Boulder, and he's a very kind and forgiving fellow. Yes. So... But, yeah, she's complaining about his seats and that he's not going faster. It's like, this is literally a bulldozer lady. He might be the only bulldozer with a back seat. (laughs) Yeah. The fact that he's got more than one seat is fairly impressive and you should be nicer. Yes. Hmm. Don't be mean to Boulder. He's a good boy.
0: So they they end up cornered by a cobra, but luckily... Mrs. Niederlander is
2: an expert snake charmer. <laughs> Question mark.
1: As it turns out, and she has her flute with her. I mean, and if uh, you're
2: a trained snake charmer, you got to have your flute with you. Another note here: uh, snakes are mostly deaf,
0: and they are not attracted to the music of a snake charmer. It's the motion of the uh, of the instrument.
1: Yeah. Ha! Which she does not seem to be doing. No. She's just playing it. Hmm. I guess the music is just for the people watching. Everybody's special
0: skills are turning out to uh, be helpful because because Haley moves the kids into a patch of wild garlic, which is a snake repellent, which apparently is at least a folkloric thing.
2: Which it seems Mm -hmm. like, yeah, let's fall back on folklore and hope it works, and then it does.
0: Yes, it does.
1: I mean, that's the kind of... That seems like the kind of folklore that's, like, probably... Somewhat, uh, maybe. Well, because there's like of- based in actual experience. Yeah. It's not like saying it's that garlic repels vampires. Yeah. <laughs> like snakes are a real thing. Garlic is a real thing. saying
2: a real strong smelling thing. Supposedly, put I'm some told.
1: garlic in front of snakes and see what they think.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, I'm not sure how that how that works for this. You know, these uh, deadly super snakes. But uh, eh, good enough. Episode's almost over. Hmm.
1: <laughs> You know, I was gonna say no one said they were deadly super snakes, but I guess it can be assumed. Well,
2: yes. they said large and venomous because they're in Griffin and- Rock. They're in Griffin. I don't know Rock. why they were
0: just relying on uh, this guy to deliver them to the zoo. At least get you know, I don't know some sort of professional snake handler, maybe a Jack Hanna.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, anyway, so uh, so now the uh, the rest. The rest of the bots, except for Boulder and Graham, are there to get this snake. But uh, Blades knocks his bracelet off, the snake eats it, and now Cody is being inextricably drawn to his doom.
1: Into the gullet yes, uh, of the snake. Yes. <laughs> snake is just like, jump.
0: Oh, this, is, this is worse than that uh, weird Winnie the Pooh snake from uh, The Jungle Book.
1: Ah. <laughs> uh... Also, that's not a thing that snakes would do. It's just chomp at random things yes. that come at their faces. They're much more uh, deliberate in their yeah, eating.
0: Thankfully, they found it. they've found come up with a snake tank, and so they uh, they put Cody in the tank, and then the snake just clonks itself in the head trying to get in there, so they <laughs> then capture
1: it. Yes. Good job.
0: And Mrs. Needler gets there, and she's very disappointed that she missed everything.
1: Yes, she calls it the entertainment. Yes,
0: so finally they do get to the EMP zone. They get their of love. They are all freed of their buddies, who I'm sure they never want to see again.
1: <laughs> Aww.
0: Although, although Frankie wants to hang out with Haley now. Yes. And they are now. And friends. Mrs. Neidler and her
1: Frankie has realized that her assumptions were unfounded.
0: And Mrs. Neidler insists that uh, that. Mr. Pettypaw says, says goodbye to Graham, once more activating his allergies.
1: <laughs> Such a good fluffy kitty. And
0: then the, the Chief and Karen and Karen just walk off. If this was a 90s sitcom, this is where the audience would be all, <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like, Chief and Karen obviously going off to get laid. <sighs> oh, I don't need to know about the old people sex. No, no, I No. I mean, we're only
0: getting old people hand holding in this, thankfully.
1: I know, but it's implied. Mm. It's definitely implied more than you expect for a show of this age group. Yeah, especially because like we've had
2: like Graham or or, no, um, Kate and Haley sort of hooked up, and and whoever else is there. But this is more shipping. Than usual. Heavy shipping, heavy hat agenda. I did not expect to see in my little kids' cartoon.
1: <laughs> oh, what the. They're forcing heterosexuality yeah, what on the- us. What the fuck
2: is Danny's future boyfriend called? I can't remember. Uh Taylor, I think. Okay.
1: Taylor. N-
2: named after a character from Planet of the Apes. Sure. Mm hmm. Yeah, so a fun, weird episode that reminded me of too many bizarre movies, but but the the, the chief and, and new woman shipping was
1: really, really heavy. It's old people. Hmm. Ew! I say as someone who's probably like 10 years younger than me. <laughs> you, these characters are supposed no. to be.
0: And so, yeah, that is the episode. this is a this is a weird one just because the snakes are such a weird random element to add into this,
2: yeah, yeah th- yeah,
1: the- and it really didn't feel like it really felt like the snakes were sort of like a random offhand joke early on, yeah. and then they end up being a significant part of it but it's it's good it's got a lot it's got a lot of fun stuff yeah. It- even though I still would like to know why Mrs. Needlelander had to come along. Does she literally have... Doesn't she run a, a, a B&B? Yes.
0: Well, maybe it's like <laughs> a Thursday. Nobody's have, in there.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, maybe it's the off season. Like, doesn't she have anything <laughs> to do? <laughs> Is she there?
0: So, yeah, I uh, I think that now brings us to uh, David's Tokusatsu Corner.
2: Oh, wait, first I want to look up one thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... Oh, it's not who I thought it was. Anyway, okay. This week on... Gose Sentai Dairanger! The Three Stooges Soccer! Or, in Japanese, it's San Baka Saka.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Why I oughta...
2: <laughs> yes. This week is, is like, after the, the, the title pops up first, before it goes into theme song, usually, but this time it's, title pops up, and then there's a shot of one of the three baddie goons opening a giant bag, and out comes the three stooges of this episode. The, the three monsters of the week. <laughs> and then they're also in the opening riding bicycles around when, when the rangers <laughs> are doing that. Yay! And, and it cuts them a few times, so they've actually edited the opening, which is unusual. I mean, not super unusual, but it's interesting. But, and, ah, oh, these three idiots. The three months of the week, they're, they start out in a cemetery harassing some old person. Like, okay, it's President Gravestone, Telephone <laughs> Sensei, and General Kamikaze, who's the the biker, who's a A bike, riding a bike, motorbike (laughs) that is, like, ah, like it's like how
0: Mickey uh, is friends with uh, Goofy but owns Pluto.
2: Yeah, (laughs) like, like having a comedy trio, a a comedy bunch for a week. It's like not an unusual thing, but that they don't seem to have a unified theme. No. There's a telephone, a bike, and a gravestone. I guess all of them only have one single eye?
0: I guess? But
2: they're joke characters in such a weird way. We're stuck together because they're the most incompetent monsters they have. <laughs> so they cannot do anything on their own. Uh, anyway, um... The, the Red Ranger is practicing making dumplings with his sister, and then the monsters kidnap her and tell the Red Ranger, "Come, b- come by yourself, and have a soccer game against us to get your sister back." And then the Red Ranger's like, "No, I don't. I don't need you. You're not my friends anymore." To the other Rangers, so they don't follow him. But somehow, later in the episode, they do follow him to the rock quarry soccer ground. <laughs>
1: somehow. <laughs> You know, that's a thing. That's normal.
2: Uh, And and these losers are berated by the bad guy who's seen dumping them out of a bag at the beginning of the episode. And then, like, incompetence, can you do this shit on your own? I don't think so. Fuck it. Whatever. (laughs) Then the Red Ranger shows up, and they, like, oh, you have to kick the soccer ball into the net to release your sister who's in a balloon hanging over the soccer goal. Or if we knock the ball into your end, well, a giant electric bolt will come out and kill you. Okay. (laughs)
0: Okay.
2: So the soccer game starts, and then there's chanting. There's actual background music of, ole, 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 ole. We are the champs. We are the champs. It's an actual footy (laughs) song because they must have licensed, I would guess. What do you guess, mean? I thought
1: t- the only footy song was tub-thumping.
2: Maybe, I don't know. It, it, it's a footy... Well, I don't really know that much about soccer, but I swear it's a song I've heard before, an English soccer song. Just to hear it here was very weird. Uh, and, and, and... Wait, uh, uh... Red, the... He gets his ass kicked by the monsters because they also have a few goons on their team, so it's an entire soccer team versus Red Ranger... So they, of course, get a goal, which electrocutes and blows up the Red Ranger, who just morphs back to his human form. It's like, oh, that can't happen again, or I will die if it happens twice. So of I catch, and then, of course, the other Rangers show up. They have an illusion goal, making the bad guys think, oh, they scored a goal. No, you didn't. (laughs) Then there's fun fight, and uh, yellow as the goalie cheats by reversing time to catch the ball. Which um having having a good guy with time manipulation powers feels wrong. Mm. <laughs> I mean just like yeah. if things didn't work out, no I'll rewind so I can cheat at soccer. Admittedly the bad guys are cheating by being monsters <gasps> and whatever.
1: Cheating <laughs> at soccer. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's a deep.
2: I, I am evil. kind of a surprised there wasn't a gag where like one of the monsters fakes an injury. I mean, that's like soccer joke 101, but. Hmm. Eventually, they they do rescue the, the sister, and, and the stooges, because they lost the game, they blow themselves up with the exploding bomb that makes themselves into giants. So it's all three oh. of them, all three of them versus just the red ray. Uh, Red Ranger's dragon zord who comes in in dragon form and then they're just grappling with the dragon puppet and tickling it.
1: So we have tickling in two different episodes. That is objectively the best zord.
2: Yes, it is. And it's all they need to defeat these three idiots. But of course, the (laughs) the, the idiots pull out, like, they, they have soccer balls that if they hit you and you don't hit them with your feet, It'll explode, but if you hit it with your
1: feet, it won't explode. So, they're... they're I mean, red... that seems like a good way to enforce the rules of soccer.
2: Well, yes, yes. but they're they're giant, and there's no soccer field anymore, and, and the, the Red Ranger just sticks his, his um, Goku pole in the ground, spins around it like a, a stripper on a pole, and, and kicks the balls <laughs> back at the monsters, and then they blow up. They don't die, though. Oh, Okay. So, what, well, after the, the, the Rangers are having a celebration where the Red Ranger cooked all his dumplings and everybody's complimenting him on his cooking, the three idiots are walking covered in bandages off into the sunset. <laughs> sure. It, it's like, okay, I mean, I guess they're going to come back in a future episode, which is great, because they were fun. And this episode <laughs> is so stupid, I love it. And okay, I did just check the the, the biker. Kamikaze General is, is voiced by the guy who voices Guy Shishio in Gao Gaigar.
1: Oh. oh, hey.
2: Nobayuki Hayama. I was, guy? Like, I was like, wow, that voice is really, really familiar, but I, I thought it was like Seki Tomokazu or something, which is, is another guy who does a lot of screaming and has been doing it in robot shows for a long time. Oh,
1: guy does so much screaming.
2: Yeah, but I, I guess this guy is is the one they get to do it be in sentai every once in a while. Ah, oh, it does look like this 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 was his first job in sentai. Neat. Oh, huh. So yeah, there's a fun episode. There've been no, some weird ones that. like the the shitty grandpa <sighs> marrying a 20 year old. Skip that one. This is another must watch, fun, stupid episode of sentai. <laughs>
0: Alright, so uh, that does it for this week. We'll be back next week with more Rescue Bots, or possibly with another episode of our revived side series, Superhuman Samurai Cyberpod.
1: Yeah,
2: um... Yep, we are
1: gonna have more of that coming up! Oh, Colors are so good. Such good I forget if the next episode is supposed to come
2: out no, actually, this probably will come out next, because it's okay. going to be like the 31st, and then the 1st is next weekend, whatever. Okay.
1: Schedules are hard. Yeah. Uh, but All it- my schedule is cats now, <laughs> just 24-7 cats.
0: Whatever comes out next, until then, you can find us all over there. We are on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we have a Patreon.
1: Yes, we are hosted on net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That is at patreon.com slash icon underground. Uh, what, what month is this? This is July.
0: This is, July's just was, ending though. So by the, the, the time this comes out, it will be August. That is and a good for point. August...
1: Wait, I'm looking at my watch. So, it is almost the end of July. Uh, so for August. So, so to, for
0: July, we did, uh, we did some exciting Gundam stuff.
1: Yes. We did Gundam Hathaway. Uh, and it was not about Anne Hathaway uh and oh. it, it had a big chonky gem that i liked a lot named carl he's <laughs> he's my new friend uh yeah uh august I don't know. There's movies happening again.
0: Well, and also Kingdom. We're probably going to yes. watch
2: Kingdom.
1: Yeah. Timing for
2: Kingdom coming. Well, we've and done it f- for the other ones. So we, yes. We've done the first episode of the past two shows, so we might as well do Kingdom. And this is the last oh. one,
0: so may this never be inflicted upon us again.
2: Yeah. yeah I, please, can we have a good, I'm, I'm well-written, well-voice-acted, well-entered? man
0: got a good cartoon. Get your shit together, That's Hasbro. Not fair.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm I definitely feeling some angst at having you know being part of a fandom where a new piece of fiction comes out, and everybody's response is just like, "Ugh, damn it! I gotta watch that."
2: <laughs> yeah, I, which is why I'm not watching it, other than the episodes we record for it. I, I have gotten to the point in in the Transformers fandom where it's like, if there's something not, I'm not interested. in, it, I'm not going to watch it. Unless it's for the podcast.
1: I am... Random,
2: that has turned out very well with Rescue Bots, because I love this show.
1: Yes, I am actually uh, going to be recording a, a little side project thing uh, with Ant from TFU.info uh, and a few other people. And I believe it's going to go on the TFU.info uh, podcast feed, uh, talking about Kingdom, uh, because... Uh, some of them got early access so went ahead and watched it and uh, yeah put set it to at least 1.25 speed uh, maybe <laughs> get get some hard seltzer uh, get, get some alcohol uh, it's yeah but I'm you know I'll be talking about it. And I'll talk about it with you guys in more depth with an episode, because we're going to just not do individual episode recaps so much as just a a general roundtable talk of the whole series. Okay. It's, uh, basically what you expect it to be. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, no. I've
1: seen the first two episodes, and I had had an extremely stressful day. And that was about all of it I could handle after that, <laughs> the day I had had. Uh, so I'm going to go back and watch the rest of it, uh, actually later tonight, and hopefully survive. Hmm. Who will survive? That was a Gundam thing that I didn't bring up. All right.
0: So, tune in next time. If it's uh, Superhuman Samurai Cyberpod, it'll be the second episode of Dynaseon. Yes. Dynaseon.
1: Oh my god. It's fun. It's a really fun show.
0: And if it's uh, Rescue Bots, then call Leonard Nimoy because we're going in search of the Griffin's Nest. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. Until next time, I'm Rob.
1: I'm Jen.
2: And I really should watch that Leonard Nimoy thing where he talks to a rock about laser disks. I'm David. And I am tired of these mother-loving snakes on this Monday to Friday episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh.